Yo, are you tired of the same old boring news cycle? Do you want to hear about current events with a side of comedy and jackassery? Well, look no further. Welcome to Funky Cold Medina, the podcast where we take on the world with lighthearted fun and plenty of laughs. From politics to pop culture, nothing's off limits for our crew of hilarious hosts. We're here to keep you informed and entertained with our signature brand of irreverent humor. So buckle up, grab a cold one, and join us for a wild ride through the daily grind. Whether you're a news junkie or just love a good laugh, Funky Cold Medina's has got you covered. So tune in, join the party, because with us, every day is a funky, fresh adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to another side-splitting episode of the Funky Cold Medina's. It's your host, Jose Medina, and joining me as always are my brothers, Eddie and Gabriel. What's up, guys? Hey, how you doing? How's it going? How's it going? What's up? What's up? What you guys up to? Not much. Just trying to maintain. Bullshit. Just another Sunday. Another Sunday. It's actually Easter Sunday. <laughs> what you guys do for Easter? I went to hang yeah. out at uh, In-Law's house. Oh, that's cool. Uh, we got a jam-packed lineup today. Laugh out loud stories and discussions. Uh, and we're going to kick into things with our top news segment where we tackle some of the latest headlines with our own unique comedic spin. Then we're going to head into pop culture, talk a little bit about pop culture, and then we'll talk a little bit about sports and then some celebrity gossip. Is there anything that stands out to you guys in, uh, in terms of the news that you guys have heard lately that you guys want to cover? Yeah, well, well, there's 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 a few things you know with all with this um this this China thing and the U.S. dollar. What if I told you the world is slowly shifting away from the dollar? Total Energies was willing to accept renminbi for their LNG trading. Selling oil in Chinese renminbi. To begin accepting yuan as payment for oil. China and Brazil have just struck a deal ditch the U.S. dollar. Countries around the world will seek to break away from dollar hegemony. China's won. The U.S. dollar is is failing and China is maybe going to become the new reserve currency. You know, with me, it's a, it's a personal thing with me. I, I feel everything's lined up for, for a reason and I feel, I feel everything is being done for a purpose. I don't feel like really surprised about what's going on. Yeah, it's like it, it's it's kind of hard to explain. It's like when you know the place, you don't be surprised when you see the place coming out. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's weird. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to explain. So what you're saying is like if you buy your phone over at uh, Metro PCS, you know eventually you're gonna drop a call and you go ahead and buy anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it's not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. It's interesting how things are playing out, you know. Yeah. And like I said, you know, it's like, it's like let's let's say for let's say for example, if we're playing a game of of Madden, and you're at my house and we're playing a game of Madden. You can see me. You can see which plays which plays I'm gonna call. Yeah. So if you know that I'm gonna pick a running play, you're gonna set your defense to stop a running play. So you're not. You're not shocked that it's going to be a running play right i kind of know the playbook so it doesn't surprise me <laughs> stuff like that doesn't surprise me when we talk about the loss of the dollar that you know and I, it's funny because uh somebody else is talking to me about the dollar too and they were like oh the value of the dollar and i'm like well the dollars hasn't been backed by gold for like 40 50 years 
Yeah. So really, the value of the dollar is what we what we apply to it. But if if you're gonna have two major powers out in the world, Russia and China, that aren't gonna use a dollar anymore, that's gonna be a problem. Sure is. Yeah. Yeah, and they're pulling everybody with them. You know, it's funny because there's so many other countries out there that use something other than the dollar anyway. So it's like you know, when I was in Germany, we used the euro. So I've I've used other currency, but I also know that the dollar goes a long way, and and we have to have some type of common currency. You know, thing that's gonna play out. Just like you said, a common a common currency, and it's, it's just it's just funny that you said that. You know, it's it's gonna it's gonna. I feel that it's gonna play out to where, you know, all this Bitcoin. Everybody's excited about that. I don't I don't see I don't see that going pretty far. Yeah, you know, because if you if you put everything into the into a system of things, you know, there's somebody who always can control that system. Yeah. So so. The Illuminati, that's who controls everything. <laughs> yeah, I feel it's going to be, eventually it's going to come down to that. Yeah. No, one, one currency. Speaking of China, um, I know right now there's a lot of shit going on with the TikTok being banned. Like, I know they're talking about banning TikTok. Today, TikTok's CEO went to Washington to tell lawmakers that they have nothing to fear from his social media platform that almost half of all Americans now use. The fact that TikTok is owned by a Chinese company that, at the end of the day, a company that answers to the Chinese Communist Party. Well, that is not relevant inside the U.S. That was the CEO's position. And it was the position that lawmakers shot down one by one. Either TikTok is sold, which the Chinese government says is a non-starter, or Congress may just ban TikTok altogether. There's a few Florida University campuses that have already banned it on, on their campuses. Um, so what's your guys' thoughts on, on, on TikTok getting banned? I know that's one of the... Places where I spend most of my time. I just well, think it's funny because um, at the same time, uh, the, the representatives that are trying to ban it are the, also the same representatives that have invested um, a lot of stock in Meta, the, the Facebook platform. So it's yeah. you know, coincidence. But I don't have too much of an opinion on that because I don't I don't use that platform. So I know China made it. I know. They control it. I know that they gain, they get information from from people posting their stuff and all kinds of stuff like that. But yeah, um, but that's as far that's as far as I know. There's no, nothing different than any other. Um, no, that's true. Uh, social that's media. True. I think um, you know. I think every, social, every social media company collects information and does with it as they see fit. It's just that this is something that. Our government is having an issue with because they can't control it what they want. But every other platform, I don't know. I don't really know because I don't indulge in that too much. But every other platform, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, U.S. created it, like so. so like Facebook, that somebody. It sounds like what you're saying. Huh? Facebook, yeah. It sounds like what you're saying is that if they would, if they were going to ban Pornhub, then you would, you would know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I'll be out of business. I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> I'll be bored as a motherfucker. No, I just like. Do we need to donate some money? Get some. Go fund me for Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's hilarious. Crazy. That's crazy. 
the real issue with TikTok is that the the China government owns every business in China. And so if that's the right. case, then China actually owns TikTok, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's really Well, see, fear. the thing is, see, 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 it's kind of, to me, it's, it's kind of weird because you know how, how they say, how they say that U.S. is in debt and we owe other countries and, you know, it's like they allow China to do stuff like that because we owe them so much money. You know, this yeah. is, this is just me thinking, Yeah. you know, they, that's, that's why our shelves, everything was made in China out here is because we're paying, we're putting their stuff on our shelves because we owe them. They're all, they're um, owning a property, but it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. weird. We got to pay our debt. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't got no we, we ain't got no trillion dollars that's the problem <laughs> that's why we got to keep putting their stuff on our shelves that's why we need to invest in the new currency yeah, yeah that's true huh? the yuan yeah. did you guys hear that the uh the guy who uh who developed the cash app he was murdered in san francisco yeah 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 yep. i heard about that more about the stabbing death of a tech executive in San Francisco. Bob Lee, the former chief technology officer for Square and the founder of Cash App, was stabbed and killed on Tuesday. The neighbors here on Main Street, not far from the Bay Bridge, say that this morning this sidewalk I'm standing on was wet because they were washing away blood. Since then, it's become a place where people have placed flowers and also come to reflect and remember a person they say made a big difference in the tech world and the community. Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty crazy. It is. And and I saw the video where he was like looking for help. And I I know he got got stabbed like two o'clock in the morning. My thought is like, what was he doing out at two o'clock in the morning by himself? Like, uh, like, I don't know that to me, that's just odd. That's just odd that that would have happened. Yeah. You know, it looks, sounds like a setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not the only, he's not the only victim. Hey, wasn't there some dude that was going to create some water-based vehicle or something, and then they killed him? Oh, wow. No. Yeah, the system is rigged. It's rigged, man. You can't. <laughs> I don't doubt that. You can't. You, 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 heard, you heard of um, that dude, Dr. CB or yeah. whatever his name is? Yep, yep. Supposedly they killed him because he knew all kinds of cures of diseases that have yeah. put the pharmaceutical business out of business <laughs> you know that big pharma is a is a big player and you think about big pharma and you think about the fact that how much money they make and what they're going to do to protect their interests if if there's a if there's like a, a leaf outside that you could eat that cures something man they're going to destroy that so you of course yep. they, that takes money out of their pockets you know yeah well it's the game that they play you know what I'm saying? The life that we have to live. They make the drugs on purpose so you can they make it to where you got to keep coming back for more. If you take this drug, then you got to take this drug to compensate what this drug is about to yeah. do. And then so on and so forth down the line. Next thing you know, each night you're popping like four or five different pills. <laughs> you know? Just to get one erection for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> You're taking Viagra and then watching TikToks. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. <laughs>
Spanish actress Anna Obergon is making headlines after fulfilling her late son's dying wish. The 68-year-old announces that she has welcomed a baby girl via surrogacy and reveals that the baby is actually the biological daughter of her late son, Alice. His mom opens up to Ola magazine on April 5th in an interview translated by NBC's Today, sharing, quote, This baby girl is not my daughter, but my granddaughter. She is Alice's daughter. And when she grows up, I will tell her that her father was a hero so that she knows who she is and how proud she should be of him that's insane that you would do that like that's to me that's crazy because yeah. now your son is your baby's father <laughs> like you know what i'm saying it's like that's ridiculous man that should be like a law against that yeah technically you're giving birth to your to your to your grandchild, your grandchild. yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Hey, ain't nothing normal no more. Everything's fucking crazy, man. This, this whole shit is this whole shit is flipped up upside down. Yeah, I'm a grandmother, bro. I I I uh I'm a grandmother, but I <laughs> I I um what's that word? I identify. I identify. Yeah, as, you yeah. Know, <laughs> as a grandmother. Yeah, that shit is <laughs> that shit is crazy. Oh man, you can just identify to whatever nowadays. Yeah, I know. Damn table. <laughs> <laughs> Today I'm feeling like a plant. You know? <laughs> the new generation? Yeah. They're breeding that. They're breeding that. So by the time the new generation becomes 20, 21 years old, they're going to be they're going to be the majority. They're going to be the voice of the future. And all of this stuff that's abnormal to us is going to be normal to them. Yeah. What they're doing is they're they're weeding weeding the old folks out. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. You gotta, get rid, you gotta get rid of the old ones so the new the new ones come in and then they're gonna they're gonna go with the plan that we put forward. I, we, I, I'm telling you. That makes me wonder that we, really it makes me wonder We like, as a nation, as the government, we uh, okay, like yeah. the education system. Okay. That that really makes me wonder about when we were growing up and the old people in that time, I wonder how they looked at us and they was like, these dudes are crazy. This hip hop is crazy. They must have been blown away by that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Look at these kids spinning on their head. <laughs> it's like that every generation, yeah. you know, yeah. the next generation will look at the first one and the previous will say, what were you guys doing? And then the, the previous one's going to look at the new ones coming up like you guys don't know what you're doing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just yeah. like, just like our gener the generation before us is telling us but now it's getting <laughs> yeah, it's getting a little ridiculous um, I was listening to an argument the other day and they was talking about talking about transgender and he was in some lady was making an argument for, for transgender and she and he was like so how many genders are there and, and the lady was like two and he goes okay so you agree there, there there's only two genders there's only male and female that became a big old argument and everything but um it's kind of crazy because you want to support someone who says, I identify as something else. You feel like you were born in the wrong skin. But then what happens to that guy to just like, I, I want to be better at sports. So now I identify as a girl. So now I can go into the sports and, and you know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I think it, it, it's funny because the whole thing is I identify. Okay. You can identify as whatever you want, but do I have to acknowledge what you identify as? Because I may identify as a successful businessman, but we broke as hell. <laughs> like you can identify, self-identify as whatever you want, 
that doesn't mean that I have to sit and go along with it. Yeah. It's called self identification. Yeah, I think that whole shit is bullshit. <laughs> but um <laughs> that's just my opinion. I don't care. Uh, it's it's up to you. Like I said to people, you know, you if you're gonna treat me with respect, I'm gonna treat you with respect, regardless of what you are or what you wanna be. I don't care. Yeah. Once you start to, to disrespect me, then I'm not gonna respect you as a person. So as a person, if if you're a man and you wanna be a woman, I mean by all means. But like like you said earlier, Eddie, I'm not gonna go ahead and sit here and, and, and say ma'am to you or or missus or you know, like you know, stuff like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, excuse mm-hmm. me, sir. Yeah, but it's not to say fuck what you talking about. It's just this is what it is. It's what it is. I'm not doing it to insult you. It's all bullshit. Like that dude slash woman that's um, representing Bud Light now. Tonight, Bud Light's controversy is still brewing. The latest fallout, two top marketing executives on Leaf, a company spokeswoman telling the Wall Street Journal. So what spurred all the backlash about beer? It follows a polarizing and brief brand partnership with trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney during March Madness, who told her 1.8 million followers on Instagram that Bud Light sent her a can with her face on it, celebrating her first year as a woman. I love you. But for some fans of the brand, it was no cause to celebrate. Bud Light. Anheuser Bush. The hashtag Bud Light Boycott appearing online and viral TikTok showing users pouring out the beer, destroying cans, and even going as far as pretending drinking the beverage leads them to change gender. Offline, a Florida restaurant refusing to sell Bud Light, telling our affiliate they removed the drink from its menu because transgenderism is in direct opposition to their biblical faith. Now Nike wants to hire them as a spokesperson. To model fucking Nike bras. Yeah, transgender. It's, it's all bullshit. It's crazy because you know <laughs> I, I think we I think they use a television to to like make it normal because now when I watch <laughs> movies, there's always like a gay couple. Every it's in every, every it's show. everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's an yeah. agenda. If you keep putting it on TV, you keep putting it on the phone, everybody's gonna be like, you know what? It's I'm normal. tired of seeing this. Who cares? Do yeah. your thing. Yeah, it's normal. You it's, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there's not gonna be no pushback. That's why all the other countries, you know, it's like it's like I don't know I don't know exactly what country it was, but this I know it's somewhere in Africa. But um this dude, this president dude, he's like, I'm not dealing with y'all bullshit. I'm not I don't care. You, if that gay shit ain't coming over here. He straight said that shit. <laughs> wow, and I think crazy. that's why a lot of that's why I think that's why a lot of countries are pulling away from the United States is because because of the way we're running things. I'm not blaming Biden. I'm blaming from one through forty six. They have all fucked up. <laughs> one George That's Washington, him. bro. You going at George? One through four. <laughs> Damn, bro. He, he got he, he George gave Washington was wearing a powder wig, bro. George Washington. <laughs> he was a boy. George Washington was wearing a powder wig. So they were all Masons. Oh man, you get you going after George Washington, man. We ain't going last. So, po- this is the last podcast, bro. Gonna- is, <laughs> bro, you went, you went, you went to the Illuminati. <laughs> they got more power than Washington. <laughs> oh damn! Nah, but I, I let's just keep it real. Yeah, the world the world is a crazy place, man, and uh, and it's hard to make sense of it all. 
Speaking of China and speaking of, you know, things that are illegal in other countries, Yahoo came out with a list of 19 countries that they're recommending that nobody from the U.S. go to. And the top three is Venezuela, Iraq. I don't know who the fuck would go to Iraq. I've been there. <laughs> I would never travel there. And Somalia. I heard it. I heard it. I heard it's cheap in Iraq. Hell yeah, <laughs> I was thinking it's cheap. <laughs> it's like, they fucking, they houses are made out of fucking, fucking dried up sand. <laughs> dirt clods and shit. Remember we used to build that shit when we was little kids? We used to build, build tunnels and shit. Hell yeah. Man, they just said dried up sand. Hey, dirt <laughs> sand. <laughs> yeah. Dried up mud or something. Or clay or some shit like that. That's what I meant to say. Oh, hell. I've been That's there, hilarious. man. You know, it's funny because Iraq, actually, when I went to Iraq, it was actually really nice, man. Um, in terms of what it looked like, like uh, like they have paved yeah, streets. Yeah. And when you went, like it was nice, but when you left, it was all fucked up. <laughs> now you know, you know. I heard, I heard. Um, I don't know how far Dubai is from Iraq and all that. Shit. I don't know the the locations of there, but yeah. I know, I know they they doing some things over there. They 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 fixing that place up with all that oil and shit. Yeah, there's a lot of money. Yeah, you in heard Iraq. about that? Um, there's the city within the wall. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, they're building an entire city that's supposed to be within a wall. Oh, wow. Where at? In January of 2021, Saudi Arabia announced plans for its own futuristic city called The Line. Instead of communities sprawling outward from a central location, they would be built vertically and arranged, well, in a line, hence the name. Even though the vision for the city stretches 170 kilometers, it would do away with cars entirely and instead be connected by high-speed rail that would travel the entire length in just 20 minutes. And each individual community would be largely self-contained so that almost anything you could need, be it a school, a doctor, or a quick meal, would be only a five-minute walk away. The government says the line will run on 100% clean energy and make extensive use of sensors and AI to manage the city's services. And all of this is supposed to be nestled in the pristine natural landscape of the Tabuk province with minimal impact on the environment. Now the Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman has revealed grandiose renders of what the city will look like to match the grandiose plans. The line is envisioned as a giant glass and mirrored wall, 170 kilometers long, 200 meters wide, and 500 meters tall. That's taller than the Empire State Building. It would have greenery stretching along the top, an open-air ventilation system to help maintain an ideal climate year-round, and it would house up to 9 million people. Uh, Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it's, it's crazy. They say, they say, this is what it says. It says, do not travel to Iraq due to terrorism, kidnapping, armed conflict, civil unrest, and, uh, oh, mission Iraq's limited capacity to provide support to U.S. citizens. It sounds like Mexico to me. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. Yeah, look, Mexican. At least Mexico, somewhere in Mexico should be top five. You know what? It's like not. Juarez Somalia, like Haiti. Um, let me see who else. Oh, yeah, don't fuck with them Haitians. No, Ukraine. <laughs> Shit, Mexico needs to be on there. You know, you guys heard about the group of people that went from North Carolina to yeah. to New Mexico supposed yeah. for that, BB, that BBL? 
I know y'all have heard about the four black Americans that were shot up and abducted down there in Mexico, man. And two died because they got out the car and ran when they heard shots fired inside the car. But when you think about the story, if you ever been to Mexico, you know how the game go, right? Yeah, you go to goddamn Mexico, you go to Cancun, you go to Cabo, you go to Tulum, you go to Playa de Carmen, you go to the safe zones, man. But when you go to Mexico for a BBL, you ain't finna drive through hell. When you go to Mexico, you going to Cancun, you going to a goddamn tourist destination where you safe. It just don't sound right. So I did some research because I know some people over there in Mexico. So I made a call. Hola, me amigo. What's going on down there with my people? I had to find out what's going on. And what I found out is, man, the locals don't even go to the place that these four Americans went. So why would you take it upon yourself to rent a car and drive over four states over a thousand twelve hundred fifteen hundred miles they got down go do some surgery something ain't add up what i think is what i heard here they went over there to buy dope and they all got hit up see i done did research and i found out that all them folk all four of them folk got a drug criminal history man if you look up shaheed wooded he done served jail time for buying narcotics out there in florida south carolina if you look up sindale brown he was arrested for drug possession if you look up eric williams he done went to prison for selling crack in a goddamn school zone and if you look up latavia mcgee miss goddamn BBL, she was arrested for unlawful conduct towards a goddamn minor or child because her daughter tested positive for amphetamines exposure to drugs, man. They were going to get some drugs on the low low, on the cheap price end. Yeah, so yeah. they went over there and then Got shit, up. shit didn't pop up right and then dudes started running. They shot up the car and shit. Man, I'm going to tell you something, yeah. man. It, it That makes more sense than somebody going down there to get a BBL. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that doesn't make no sense at all. And we all know yeah. everybody's going to Dominican Republic to get BBLs. No one's going to Mexico. Yeah. And, and what's <laughs> funny is, what's funny is all those, all those, there was one guy, one guy, one of the guys that got killed, I think it was the cousin of the female. Yeah. And he, he initially didn't want to go. Yeah. Like supposedly he was the only one out of the four that didn't have a, um, a record, drug record oh, or wow. some stuff like, yeah. What I found surprising was the fact that the uh, the cartel turned those guys in. They killed them. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was brutal, you know, man. Hey. <laughs> hey, that's hard for them to do. I know. A cartel reportedly apologizes for the kidnapping of four Americans in Mexico and allegedly hands over the men responsible. Photos have been released of five men bound in front of a truck with a handwritten apology letter. And in this note, the Scorpions faction of the Gulf Cartel apologized to the residents of Matamoros, a Mexican woman who was a, uh, apparently accidentally killed in the gunfire, the four Americans, and their families. Hey, when I saw but, them on but, the news, you know that they were all sitting there, like handcuffed, sitting there, looking like they was on timeout and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, the one thing about the cartel, though, how the Mexicans run that shit, I mean, for the most part, they don't they don't fuck with kids and and females and you know and innocent people unless unless they have to if they have to get to you and they can't get to you they're gonna go to your folks yeah but if they get if they can get to you and they can touch you themselves they ain't gonna touch your folks some kid stole some money from the drug cartel I don't know if you guys heard of this no 
and he he lived in New Mexico, and he he was bragging he was bragging on the, on the internet about how he stole his money from the cartel. Bad move. And like hours later at a party, they fucking went in that party. They snatched the dude up. They beat him up and kidnapped him. On March twenty third, around eleven p.m. Eric Tadeo Ramirez was at a house party in Laredo, Texas. This fool got on the goddamn FaceTime call, phone call, whatever it was, and bragged to an unknown woman about stealing $50,000 from the goddamn Mexican cartel, Dale Nareste. Less than two hours after he got got that phone call, he was took it abducted from that party in front of everybody at the party. He went to the party at 11 p.m. and he went missing from the party at 12.45 a.m. the next day, literally two hours apart, 11 p.m., 12 a.m., midnight, and then 12.45, his ass was missing. A Blue Dodge pickup truck pulled up three armed masked men jumped out and assaulted Eric Ramirez before forcing him into the goddamn truck. They drove back to Mexico and sent video footage of Eric Ramirez with a bloody face trying to escape out the passenger door while the truck was still moving. Federal agents have arrested the person that the car was registered to for the kidnapping, but they ain't got no info about where Eric Ramirez at, who kidnapped the Eric Ramirez dude, who these three dudes that came across the border and took him. And see, what you got to understand is if El Chapo was worth billions of dollars, $50,000 is chump change to the Mexican cartel. That ain't even no money to them. They don't even care about that little money. So Eric Ramirez coming up missing is more about the principles and the disrespect rather than the money. See, you can't play with people's money, man. Especially the mob, the mafia, Vegas gambling, and the goddamn uh, 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 cartel. You don't play with them people money, man. You better pay them people. And if you do play with them people money, your ass better have a passport getting the hell up out of Dodge from where they can't find your way. Oh, wow. Yeah. So as we switch gears and we get into uh, relevant pop culture, for pop culture, we're just talking about kind of things that's going on. It's not really related to the news, but just related to popular things that are going on. One thing that stands out to me is the new movie, Super Mario Brothers. And that just came out. I think it came out this week. I think I'm going to watch it tonight, actually. But John Leguizamo, he slammed the, the, the film for not including Latino characters in the movie. I'm not sure John Leguizamo knows or not, but Mario Brothers is not real. I don't think there's Hispanics <laughs> in, in the game. I think it's a cartoon. I don't know if, he, if, he's ever played the, if he's ever played the video game, but I don't think that there were any um, Latinos Latino characters in the game. Me neither. This is crazy. Well, Mario, Luigi, I mean, they're Italian. Italian, and the princess was a white girl. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I don't understand. But it's a, it's a movie. Like, who gives a shit? Right. Like, who gives a shit if the Little Mermaid's black? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. You know? As as if the movie's it. good, if the movie's fucking good, I'm gonna watch it. If it ain't, yeah. I ain't gonna watch it, regardless... Who the fuck's playing the character? I feel like like there's a huge push right now nowadays for everything to have to be inclusive. Yeah. Like you have to have a gay person in it. You have to have a transgender in it. You have to yeah. have a minority see, in it. If you think about like, it, if, if you think about it, John Wazama was in a movie years ago called um, Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I'm not mistaken, um, he was not gay. 
But yet he played. He played a gay guy. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty deep, actually. Yeah. I mean, people just want to complain. Yeah, that's probably it, man. But but I've seen a lot of people saying, oh, Little Mermaid can't be black and and she's supposed to be white and with red hair. And like, like, I agree with you, man. Like, who cares, man? Like it's like, it's, a, it's a story yeah. it's a story that they're telling from a different perspective, and and it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, they, they, there's they no such thing a, as mermaids. Like for real, <laughs> they're not real they, mermaids. They made it a big deal. They made it a big deal. They went scientific. With the Little Mermaid, can, can we also just mention that just from from a, from a scientific perspective, okay, it doesn't make a lot of sense to have someone with darker skin who lives deep in the ocean. I mean, if anything, I mean, not only should the Little Mermaid be pale, she should actually be translucent. If you look at deep sea creatures, they're like translucent. They have no kind of pigmentation whatsoever. And they're just like these horrifying, they look like skeletons floating around in the ocean. That's what the Little Mermaid should look like. She should be totally pale where, and skeletal where you can see her skull through her face. And that would actually be a version of Little Mermaid that I would watch. Like, yo, are y'all serious? This is what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sunlight going to the to, Bro, to dark in a mermaid. I've, I've never seen a white fish. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen black fish. I ain't never seen a white fish. <laughs> Shoot, yeah. This is crazy, man. You this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess John Leguizamo just feels like he's the voice of all Latinos, but like... W- We've had movies like they're, they're movies that are that are Spanish where there are no white people because it's a Spanish movie. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just yeah. crazy. It's crazy to me. But Donald Trump just want to put put uh, Latinos on the map of complaining because so far it's just been fucking blacks and whites complaining about shit, <laughs> and the Latinos, the the Hispanics and shit, they just kill them back. They don't give a fuck about Hell stupid no. shit like this. No, we don't. No. You don't see you don't it's see true. none of the Hispanics. A few years ago, they, they were talking about how um, they got to cancel Peter Gonzalez from Warner Brothers because it was disrespectful to the Mexicans. Ole, arriba, epa, epa, arriba, andale. There is plenty more where these cheese come from. And then the Mexicans came forward and said, nah, we like that. What the hell y'all talking about? And they ended up putting him back in the movies that they weren't going to write him into. Yes. And you know, you know, you know what else is funny about about something like that? There was this white dude. He was dressed up with a sombrero, and he he was acting like he was a he was a Mexican, right? And and a lot of people, a lot of people were saying, um, he. A lot of white people were saying he's racist. You're racist. You shouldn't do that. It's disrespectful. And then when he went to the Mexican town and he started doing that, Mexicans was all happy. He's like, <laughs> "Hey, does this upset you?" He's like, "No, nah, man, that's okay. I like it." Like. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the same, I think the same guy he he did the similar thing in Chinatown, where he was wearing uh one of those Chinese hats, yeah, uh, the ones that look like landscape, yeah, and he was going around wearing a kimono or something like that, and he's like, hey, does this how does this okay, make you dude. feel? And it's like, well, are you Chinese? No, well then you're disrespecting the Chinese, and then he goes to the Chinese people. Chinese people say the same shit. It's like, no, nah. yeah. yeah, you know, if you want to wear it, it looks good. Yeah, that's funny that you say that, man. Because I, I feel like like we always try to judge other people and try to make it what it's not. We try to make it about race sometimes when it's not even about race. It's not. It's like we're but, trying to protect people from getting their feelings hurt, and it has nothing to do with us. If you guys pull back and look at look at the whole picture as a whole, that's the game. The it goes all the way back. That's the game the the government and and, and the system of things play. Because if you keep everybody divided. 
we can't defend ourselves. If we're over here too busy fighting with our neighbors over the stupid shit, then when, when shit comes down, everybody's fighting for themselves instead of fighting united like we're supposed to. Right, right. They'd be like, why, why didn't y'all get in there and help? We were figuring out the Speedy Gonzalez thing, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> y'all was fighting over a fake-ass uh, mouse, like, what's going on? And, yeah, and, and when yeah, I was growing up, like, when I was growing up, Speedy Gonzalez like, was, the first, was the first Mexican superhero. What are you talking about? Man, right, <laughs> man. <laughs> You couldn't wait to see his shit. <laughs> epa, epa, andale, andale. Pendejo, <laughs> pendejo. Peter Gonzalez was the equivalent of our Flash, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And his cousin Slowpoke Rodriguez. Only the fastest mouse can make it, which is me. Not the slowest mouse, which is you. Maybe Slowpoke is pretty slow downstairs in the feet. But he's pretty fast upstairs in the cabeza. Now that's racist. <laughs> that's that's definitely racist. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's not racist because he's usually faded. He's a faded one. A faded yeah. uncle. Always drunk. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, he was ahead of his time, man. He was, he, he, <laughs> was on, he was wired up. He was on. Uh, he's on he cocaine. On he's on cocaine. Is what he was on. <laughs> hey, Speedy Gonzalez was on cocaine and and uh, and, uh, uh what was the other the Gonzalez? What was the other uh, one? Rodriguez. Uh, Slowpoke Rodriguez. <laughs> he was, he on, was weed, on weed, man. He was on marijuana. Yeah. Shit, they That's were talking funny. about drugs. We didn't even know it, man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we thought it was a cartoon about fucking good times and shit. This is fucking the drug message. You can be fast. You can be slow. <laughs> what drug you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit for real talking on sports uh, and I know you guys you two are big into sports and whatnot. Um, what are your opinions on the this whole uh, Angel Reese situation so LSU beat Iowa 102 to 85 in Sunday's championship game now 20 year old Angel Reese helped lead her team to victory over Iowa and their star Caitlin Clark now with under a minute remaining, Reese began celebrating by doing wrestler John Cena's you can't see me gesture, which she directed toward Clark. She then pointed her finger or pointed to her ring finger, as you see in that image, alluding to the championship ring she'd soon be getting. So for that gesture, Reese has received a ton of ridiculous backlash. I heard old girl did that to her, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think I think I mean, what the I, I, I think the argument um, and the discussion about by Angel Reese is really about the um, the way that black and minority players get penalized for celebrating a certain kind of way, but then when when yeah. Caucasians do it, the same exact thing. It's cool for them to do it, but it's not okay for us to do it, and that's really yeah. what the discussion yeah. is about. But you know, and, and but you know, something that I read was that um, they're doing it because that's not a ladylike, and she shouldn't be doing it. It's not about being a lady, being a man. It's about sportsmanship. And if you suck, then I'm gonna let you know you suck. And if I'm better than you, you're also gonna know I'm better than you. See, with me, with me is like this: like that's another issue that is a battle that they're dealing with yeah. every day of their lives, the black and white. It's like they're competing with each other. At the same time, you're right, and it, and it's true. You know, I thought old girl did it to them first, and and nothing was said to that white girl that did it to her first. Supposedly, she did the same thing to that girl, or she did it to she did it to somebody else. But it's always like that with um, black athletes and and white athletes. 
we go out of our way to make it a black and white thing where it's just an athlete yeah. thing. If it was two black girls that were doing it to each other, like, you know, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But because it's a black and yeah. white girl, now it's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Which yeah. it shouldn't be. And because yeah. because the white girl comes out at the bottom of the the bottom of it. She's on the losing end of the stick. That sucks because you, you especially if you're if you're a, an analyst or something like that, you shouldn't say shit like that because that shit should go both ways. Yeah. Shit talking yeah. is all about the, the talent and the skill and, and it has nothing to do with the yep. color at all. Like Yep. We yeah. beat y'all. Yeah. We go, we, now we gonna talk shit. <laughs> Told you yeah. it was better, but it's it sucks that they have to they do have to go through that shit. You know, black people yeah. as a as 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 a race when they have to deal with white people. You know what I'm saying? It's Just true. them dealing with the white people. The way that we grew up, we were always around different races all the time. So to us, it's never yeah. been a really a black and a white thing. Like you know what I'm saying? Like never. Yeah. So so it's really crazy how the world like forces everyone to try to see things in either a black or a white perspective. None of that yeah. shit matters. It don't matter. It just there's just two basketball pl- two female basketball players. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, but that's, just not, that's, just, that's just not basketball. That's everything. It's, yeah, it's, it's true. It, it even comes down to the color of what what Jesus looks like to to a lot of them. Is Jesus yeah. white? Is he black? Right. Like who cares? Michael Jackson asked that same question. <laughs> You're right. Did he ever find out? <laughs> nope. But he found out how much was too much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, that's that's a that's a battle that they're gonna have to deal with. Yeah, they're gonna have to figure that battle out because yeah. they're so they're so far gone from helping each other it's funny because then you could turn around and you could look at the situation with eminem right and i'm thinking about just recently they put out the like the top 50 rappers um and eminem was in the top five i, I don't know if he I, I can't remember if he was in the top five yeah he was in the, i think he was in top 10 i don't know if he was in top five but i think they put him in the top five and there are rappers uh-huh. that were coming out after that saying how can eminem be in the top five like how can he be in the top five and they say that it's because he's white is why he's in the top five uh, and I think it was uh, either Graham, uh, I think it was Melly Mel who was the one that was saying this. He was like, the only reason why he's in that top five is because of he, because he's white. What you think about Eminem being at number five on the Billboard Top 50 Rappers of All Time list? I, obviously, he's a capable rapper. If you was talking about sales, he sold more than everybody. If you're talking about rhyme style, okay, he got a rhyme style. But he's white. He's white. So now if Eminem was just another nigga like all the rest of us, would he be top five on that list when a nigga that Karam just as good as him is 35? That had records and all that. He's 35. He's white. And, 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 and the point is this. If I was white, nigga, they, they, I'd be greater than Elvis. Nigga, if you like, Melly Mel is greater than Elvis. Melly Mel is the greatest white man that has ever lived. He came up with a 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 culture. He's a part of a culture that changed the whole world. That is a great ass white man right right there. But I'm not white. I'm 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 one of the niggas. So, you know. So now you could be he he anybody could be as mad as they they could feel how they want to feel. If you don't think that race plays a part. In the equation of how great he is, I heard one of the dudes that's down with him, Royce the six nine, or one that I heard he's just as good as Eminem. Why ain't he as big as Eminem? Because he's black. 
Um, I can see the argument, but I, I don't see it being a, a racing. You know, there there are many many rappers that never got got the airtime, right. never got out there. The 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 studio screwed them or whatever. It's possibly better than, than Eminem, but I don't think that he's up there because he's white. I just think that the person who put him up there, who, who created that, that list. To, to them, he's in the top five. I'm going to tell you how this. Eminem, he is a top five rapper. Why do you say that? First of all, do you <laughs> listen to Eminem? Yeah, I do. Is that your argument? I think Eminem. <laughs> was that no, I, I just want to know if. if, if, if. <laughs> all right. He said, first of all, I'm going to go second of all. First of all, have you heard nah, him rap? That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> nah, but um, I mean, who, who, who can you actually put in front of him? Just, yeah. You just he, name he, me one look, rapper. Look, look. Just name me one rapper that you can actually. that can. Now, listen, if, if, if we're talking about storytelling, no, he's not a top five storyteller. Right. Vanilla Ice. If you're talking about a battle, a battle rapper, yeah, he's in the top five. Yeah. If you're talking about delivery, flows, and all that stuff, he's top five. Like I said, that's just my opinion. You bring up a good point because it's really based on what it is that you're measuring. Yeah. Like, like you just said, like, like if it's flow, is it is it storytelling? Is it is it lyricism? Is it performance? Is it sales and records? Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all of that shit matters, man. Like that's that's yeah. A, so so I know consistently Jay Z, um, Tupac and Biggie have been in the top five. So compared yeah. compared to those, I don't know why. Why do you say that? <laughs> Have you listened to them writers? <laughs> Have you heard their bullshit? <laughs> yeah, that. See, see, see. The 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 thing is this. The thing is this. The um. I think it was a source that came out with this. Was it a source or a billboard? Yeah, yeah. Was it a billboard? I don't know. One of them bullshit yeah, ass. I, I, I think they're based. It's owned by a white dude in uh -huh. New York. Yeah, I think they're based out of New York. Yeah. So so New York New York always always been biased to to the west coast you yeah, know what i mean yeah. so so when you when you when you come out to the west coast i mean to the east coast you don't hear shit like ice cube shit or or e40 shit or too short shit right. you know what i'm saying right you'll right. hear that that radio shit that snoop dog radio shit that kendrick lamar radio shit right all that shit but but if you're out in the west coast you'll hear all that new york shit out there their credibility is to me, is not that Billboard list is bullshit. I think I don't think Jay Z is number know, one. But like I, like I said, that. you know, there are some artists that, that don't ever get the airplay that deserve the airplay, but yeah. because you know, like you said, they might be a West Coast rapper and they're not getting the the airplay on the on the East Coast or down south, and so nice. they're getting robbed from um, album sales and recognition and shit. No, I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. And I agree with what what um what Gabriel just said as well because I I've, I've lived on both coasts and I I I see when Yeah, I know. I know. I know it, it's it's rare. <laughs> but anybody agrees. <laughs> hey, I am getting it wherever I can get it. <laughs> but I I think it's um I I think it's I think it's very like geographic specific where they play certain types of music and where they don't play certain types of music. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and you're right on the east on the west coast, they're not going to play a lot of east coast stuff. But there was a point in time I remember growing up where east coast music was everywhere. 
and it's still everywhere. It's yeah. still everywhere. It's the West Coast music that doesn't get played. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's That true. doesn't get played out yeah. this way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because because of the because of the because you know well you know hip hop and we're we're talking hip hop. It started on the East Coast. You know, I think it right. started somewhere in the Bronx or Brooklyn yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah. But when it got to the West, it got changed to right. more more gang related, more realistic right. when it came to the West. And that's a message that they don't want our the youth to know. We don't want the youth to know the truth. Most of the record companies, the big labels, are located in New York and on the East Coast. That's why you get a lot of biased airplay on the East yep. Coast. You know, on the West Coast, you got you got smaller ones. They they have to they have to have a a, a I don't know if it's still I don't know if it's still like that now. But you remember K Day where well, on, on, on yeah. what was it Wednesday or Fridays that it was just number West Coast Day? They did yeah. that because they know how everything is everything is being played on the air is East Coast shit. So they have it's yeah. like man, we got to give us a day. <laughs> we got to have a day just you for know, the West. You know that's what they West do. That's what they do when when they know they're discriminating. They give you a yeah. day. They give you a day. We're gonna yeah. give you a day. We're gonna give you a <laughs> one day. We're going- we're gonna give you that month. Yeah. yeah. We gonna give you February. Yeah. <laughs> the shortest month. Like, fuck it. Here. Twenty eight. Hey, hey, which which month can we give away? <laughs> hey, let's give them the one with twenty eight <laughs> days. All right. <laughs> That's really messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy how it is, how it works. <laughs> yeah, man, that shit is that that's to me that's an insult. <laughs> but hey. Well, oh, you know, I, I think it's um I think it's it's good that that we can laugh and make jokes about this kind of stuff because all of it is serious stuff that people are dealing with and it's uh some of it is really jacked up, man. But um but it's good that we can come together and kind of joke about it and laugh about it and put it out there for discussion because I think it's shit that people need to talk about to get off of their chest and to and to figure out how to move forward. I don't think you move forward by just being accepting of it all. Yeah. Yeah. As we get ready to wrap up this episode of the Funky Cole Medinas, is our first episode, is our first one that we're uh, hey. breaking ice with. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish I had something to take a shot with, man. So I take a shot and, you know. Hey, don't <laughs> shit. Next next <laughs> don't time, but I, I want to thank you guys for uh, co-hosting with me on this episode. I think we covered a lot of stuff, a lot of news. Next time we'll come together. I'm sure there'll be some some new shit to talk about. Is there anything that you guys want to want to say as we as we close out this episode? Next one needs to be with uh, different technology. Amen. I'm still stuck. I'm still stuck in the '90s, so bear with me. <laughs> the '1890s. The <laughs> <laughs> this old guy, he got one of those uh, to the Alexander Bell, like with the fucking with, with the little ring shit, like. Yep. Oh, okay, I see y'all trying to dog me right now. That we wrapping up, huh? <laughs> Now that now that we wrapping it up, now y'all trying to shoot at me. Okay, okay, I got something for y'all next game. <laughs> no, I'm at, coming at, in swinging at, next round. At first, at, when we were first talking to you and your phone kept cutting out, it sounded like you was on one of those cups with the string and shit. Like it was like, right, hey, right. can you hey, can you guys hear me? <laughs> can Yo. you hear me now? <laughs> but it was still good conversation, man. It was good stories. It was it was good ideas and. And uh, I really enjoyed like hearing you guys' opinions on some of these things that are going on in the news. It is our world. Our world is changing, and is is good for us to be able to sit back and laugh about it. Laugh about it. Laugh about it. Laugh about it.